I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this is For the Talkers. Happy Thursday, everyone. I'm so glad you're here. Decided to hit play on this episode today. I'm Elizabeth, your host of For the Talkers, a place to laugh, learn, and love, of course. Like I said, I'm just, I'm glad you're here. Stick around for a little while, maybe. I cannot re-record this again. This is attempt 10, so... This is sticking. I don't care how ridiculous <laughs> I sound, but thank you for joining me. Today is a super fun episode with my cousin, Rachel. I just look up to Rachel in a lot of ways, and I knew I wanted to have her on the podcast, and so we were just brainstorming some ideas of what to chat about, and so I just have to give this preface, if you will. I don't want this podcast to be political in any way, shape, or form. This is a place, like I said, to just laugh and have fun and connect with other people. That being said, religion and spirituality is a great way to connect with people if that's something you relate on. And that's something we kind of talk about in this episode, so I hope you stick around and listen to that. But I don't want anyone to be like offended or take any of the things that we chat about in the wrong way. This isn't a preaching episode. This is not a tell you what religion is right and true episode. This is just an episode to learn a little bit about Rachel and what she believes and how she practices that because religion and spirituality are such a big part of most people's lives. And so I just wanted to touch on that and show that and Rachel is very well spoken and I think has a great view on religion so that's why I chose her for this episode so I hope everyone can just keep that in mind we both were a little hesitant to record because we just don't want to come off in any other way than just loving and people who are spiritual which I get into in the episode as well but really just talking about believing in something other than ourselves, something that gives us purpose, something that can help us when we're sad, right? And so I think that spirituality is a big part of my life, and I I wanted to share that because I love the idea that this is not all we get. There's something more after this, right? So that being said, I hope you just enjoy this episode learn from it. I Hopefully you can connect with Rachel. That's my main idea, right? I just, I want to build connections. So let me introduce Rachel to you. Rachel Keel is from Goodall Orem. She's the oldest of six and is happily married to her husband, Brandon. She used to work full-time as a dentistry assistant and aspiring hygienist, but now is a full-time mama to her sweet three-month-old daughter, Lucy, who I can confirm is very sweet. Rachel values her family, making connections with others, and helping others feel seen and heard. She's passionate about the power of music, dentistry, and cooking good food. Rachel's recent obsessions include fried chicken in every form at any time of the day, Dodger baseball, Gilmore Girls, Reese's Peanut Butter, Arctic Circle Shakes, binge-watching iconic movies like Harry Potter and the Hunger Games, and playing all the New York Time games right before bed with Brandon. 
Hello, Rachel. <laughs> oh, hello, Elizabeth. It's weird calling you Elizabeth. Yes. Because I've known you as Bit for yes. so long. The childhood name. <laughs> I know. Every time we go to a family function, I get, do you still go by Bit? Do you still? I'm like, no, I never introduced myself as that. But yes, you can call me it. Like, that's what you know me as. Right. I mean, that's what you've called me my entire life. <laughs> so why would you change my- that? Miss Wagner, please. Thank you. <laughs> like, no. No for- n- no formalities. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our happy, funny, sad. Do you want to go first or me? You go first. Okay, perfect. So my happy is that Grace's birthday was on the 16th. Oh, fun. And it was on a weekend, so that was just perfect. And we went up to Logan because that's where we met. Oh, cute. And it was super fun because we just got an Airbnb, but we, like, drove by the apartments that we lived at. And we even, like, recreated some pictures that we had taken. So that was super fun. Oh, and my just, like, gosh. Nostalgic. And it was awesome. Mm. And then it was just good to celebrate Grace. <sighs> good. I love buying her stuff. <laughs> right. Spoiling each other. Yes. That's the best part. Yes. So that was super fun. And then my funny is I went to Monroe a few weekends ago. And Skylar, who's two, they have chickens. And so we went outside to just check on them, give them some food, whatever. And so she goes in there, which. Oh. I hate chickens. I'm terror. They're 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 terrifying. I hate being chased by chickens. Yes. I'm like, please don't peck my eyes out. Yes. So she just goes in there and like gets a scoop of their food and is like, ho- they're eating out of her hands. Hello, Snow White. I- oh my gosh, <laughs> her little tiny hands. I was just like, no. And then so we're finishing up whatever, getting the eggs and stuff, and we're like, okay, Skylar, like let's go inside. She wouldn't come inside. She and she's like petting them and just just in heaven. Imagine being <laughs> having chickens be your best friends. No. Um no. <laughs> Terrifying. She's so I just can't. I was like, okay, we literally left her out there with the chickens. And she came in like 15 minutes later, just needed some chicken time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I don't know if I would leave my child just with chickens. Uh, They're so vicious. Mm. They love her. She really is like Snow White, though, because we went on a walk later that night, and there was, like, a stray cat. Well, it wasn't a stray. It just wasn't on, like, a leash, right? Right. Like, like it had a collar, and it's just running around the front yard, and, like, Brooklyn runs up to it, and I'm like, oh, hi, kitty, and it's just, like, running away, and Skylar just walks right up to it, and it lets her uh, pick it up. What in the world? Yeah, and she's just, like, holding this cat. Oh that gosh. ran away from everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so she, yeah, okay. she's, she's really in her Snow White era. And then my sad is getting sick. It's sick season is coming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was terrible because Grace got sick. No. And then I got sick, but mm. I got a different sick than what she got. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> and then I gave her what I got. So she's been sick. Oh, poor Grace. For so long. Oh, no. And I feel <laughs> terrible. So, yeah, that was my sad because it's just like being sick is just so dumb oh because you gosh. feel stupid to like not go to work. Because you're sick. Right. Because how many people use that excuse? But it's like, no, I really am. Like, I really am. I promise. My nose will not stop running. It's like a freaking waterfall over here. I can send you the evidence of the tissues. Like, I am (laughs) sick. I don't know. So, I just hate it. Because I'm like, I just feel stupid. And it's like, hi. Like, just 
don't get sick you know oh gosh i know and it's like everyone expects you to just be fine i'm like yeah. i'm not fine my head is pounding my throat is like the sahara desert the, like bouts of nausea where right. i'm like i'm not gonna make it like i'm just <laughs> this is it for me like hope i don't get it on anyone sorry yeah. <laughs> no but, but that's actually my sad okay so my little girl lucy she's three months old yes she had a little cold and it was the saddest thing ever mm. because she her cries were just like all squeaky oh. and slightly hoarse oh. and she was sneezing up a storm oh. i was like oh sweetheart i'm so sorry i feel like sneezing would be so confusing no like every time she sneezes she's like yeah what in the world yeah because it's like i even am a little i'm like oh okay like i just sneeze like so i can't even imagine you have no idea what's going on and your body's like spasming basically like just imagine being sick for the first time like your throat is sore and you're like who did this to me and sadly i probably was the one who (laughs) gave it to her so let's just leave that little detail out but Uh, yeah that would be confusing but okay keep going okay so for my happy mm-hmm. it's still about lucy it's yes. fine <laughs> she turned three months old today Yay. which is wild she's the cutest little thing ever yeah. i love her so much yeah and then my funny uh <laughs> it's kind of random okay but the other day before me and my husband went to bed we were just like sitting talking on the bed and all of a sudden like he was facing me okay uh-huh. like he just reaches out and grabs my foot and licks it <laughs> like what in the world and then he like had this moment of realization that he let his intrusive thoughts in and he was like i'm so sorry i have no idea why i did that blacked out please still love me i was like well yeah i still love you but that was the weirdest thing ever that's hilarious because big relay of just like i should do that and like your brain's gone like your brain is off there are no brain cells in the chat and then that's so funny that he actually did it and then i can just picture the face of like did i just do that no he literally like paused his eyes got (laughs) so wide he was like i am so sorry and the funny thing is he never does stuff like that ever like just randomly just licks my foot it's fine you know he's always having crazy thoughts i guess so (laughs) better be prepared for next time (laughs) okay and then oh that was it yeah that was it because we started sad okay perfect now we've broken the ice a little so as i said in the intro we're talking all about just spirituality and religion etc etc so (laughs) first kind of like give me your religious background upbringing so forth okay wonderful well big surprise i'm from utah (laughs) so i am a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints born and raised still living it strong yes Perfect. So can you describe how your current beliefs and like how you practice your religion is maybe different than when you were learning it growing up or like, I don't know, as you said, born and raised. So like maybe some early memories of like, oh, this is how I used to practice it. And now this is how I do now. Yeah, totally. Um, It's so interesting because I'm still a part of the same church and the same religion, but the way that I practice it is completely different, which may not make a ton of sense. (laughs) But I remember like being little and just hearing like, okay, you need to read your scriptures. You need to pray. You need to go to church. You need to fast. You need to do this. You need to do that. And the list just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. 
And that's how I viewed religion was just like a bunch of tasks and things that I needed to do that would make me quote happy. Right. And oh my gosh, that was awful. (laughs) That was so bad because then I was just like, okay, if I don't do this, then I'm an awful person. Well, and what's the point? If I can't do the one thing, right. Then I'm off the list. Right. Yeah. Like my family is doing this as well. So it was just like a lot of pressure. But and when you're 12, oh gosh, that's really hard. That's <laughs> such a ton of pressure on you. Not fun. Yeah. But I think as I have gotten older, cheesy as that sounds, <laughs> like it's really shifted from being like this to do list type of viewpoint to really just thinking about it as, okay, what's the most important thing? And it's like, okay, <sighs> I've come to realize it's my relationship with Jesus, right? To think of him less as this faraway crazy <laughs> god Idea. that could really like judge me for everything, but also that he actually knows me perfectly, which I can't even fathom. I don't even <laughs> know myself perfectly. <laughs> I, was say, I find stuff out about myself every day. Right. But he is the one who has saved me. He is the one who died for me and lived through torture for me. And all he wants for me is to try my hardest and to grow closer to him because in doing so somehow I also become a better person just by following him and getting closer to him and so now it's more like I look at those things I'm like okay if I don't pray three times a day and have a prayer in my heart all the time that's okay yeah sometimes full disclosure sometimes I don't even pray I just I don't know. I just say, hey, here's me checking in. Yeah. It's been an awful day. I know you're there. I uh, I wish I could have done better in these aspects, but I'm going to try again tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and me and Rachel kind of were talking before we <laughs> hit record. <laughs> I seem to always do that. I, we have really great conversation. I'm like, oh, I should have been recording that. Right? But, um, we just talked about how like everyone's try can look so different. And so I just love that you're talking about all this try and try and and what you're trying might even look different from Brandon and he's right here in your home all the time and that doesn't take away from anything that you're doing. No, and really if you just focus on that try, if I focus on that every single day, it takes this do and do not <laughs> to quote Yoda, right? <laughs> like it takes that off of your shoulders to just be like, "Okay, this is how full my cup is today. This is how much energy I have. He knows already. He knew before I knew. He knows probably <laughs> that it's not actually what I think it is. But if I just do what I can to be a good person, to grow closer to him, then he is going to lessen my load. He is going to help me get through it. Is it going to be the most happy experience? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but there have been so many moments in my life where I was pregnant and working full time and I was dealing with children and dealing with a busy schedule and I'm just like please just help I'm trying my hardest and I was able to get through it 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 was not fun (laughs) like dealing with kids dentistry awful no don't recommend (laughs) but I was able to get through it and I know I couldn't have done that by myself yeah absolutely that kind of goes into like your beliefs and practices and I know faith kind of goes along with that. Would you say your faith has changed at all or maybe evolved is a better word, right? Not necessarily chain, but just maybe are there any differences that you've noticed? 
Well, I mean, I already mentioned just changing from doing a to-do list to creating a relationship, right? But also, you think about faith, and faith, put simply, is just trusting in something that you can't see the outcome, you can't see how it's going to be, or in a person. Um, And luckily, Jesus is perfect. (laughs) Like, I have faith in my husband to do certain things, but he's imperfect. And so I think there's been many moments in my life where I've had a chance to let fear overcome, like when making decisions or, I don't know, just doing simple everyday things to maybe rise above, you know, a mean comment in my head or feelings towards somebody. And it's less about, oh, I have to forgive this person because they said so, but more of, okay, this is really hard for me and I don't know how this is going to happen but I'm just going to try and see how it turns out and then you make that leap which is terrifying (laughs) because as someone who struggles with anxiety I need to know I need to know like I need to have control I need to be able to influence every aspect of how I live and so letting go of that is so hard it's so hard but I've I feel like that just aspect has just grown. It's become easier for me just to trust this person because as I have done that in the small things, I've noticed how he's blessed me for that. And it may not be big things. It may just be like, oh, someone smiled at me and said, hey, how are you doing? Or maybe there's bigger things like he's helped me feel better. That's really cheesy, yeah. but <laughs> like so cheesy, like yeah. it's so vague. But as I have learned to have faith and to kind of trust him my capacity to do so with maybe more scary things has grown if that Mm. makes sense okay you know what I mean yes yeah like it started out really small and I was like okay like maybe I don't want to pray today but I'm gonna try it because he said there would be blessings, <laughs> so let's try this thing out, right? Because right. I need that. Right. And then as I have, it grew from that tiny thing to just huge. And am I perfect? No. Are there things every single day that I don't do that maybe <laughs> I could do? Yes, 100%. Yep. But that doesn't change my relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So as you were talking about that, I'm kind of thinking like, yes, there are the small things and like the tender mercies, they always add up and they make the huge difference. Um, That being said, is there any one particular spiritual experience that you've had that has just really impacted you or you think about it a lot? Really, when it comes down to it, I think the most I'm struggling to think of a specific memory that I have, but. There have been moments uh, where I have felt so alone. I think all of us have felt that, whether it's in the middle of something hard we're going through. Um, But I remember in high school, maybe, sometime around (laughs) there, I I had made a decision, and a lot of my friends just dropped me, stopped talking to me, were very rude to me, and... That was very difficult because that was like my main group of people, you know, and I was just an anxious little girl, (laughs) (laughs) so sad and heartbroken by it. And it got to a point where I was in a really, really dark place, place that's kind of scary to leave yourself with. But 
I just remember one day sobbing, absolutely <laughs> sobbing, yes. just hating everything that was going on. And it's really <sighs> difficult to describe, but it's as if like you opened up to like you're the closest person you know. And they just said, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I see you. And oh my goodness, those are the words that I want everybody to hear because to be able to be seen and known by someone is so valuable and so touching and I felt that from God and that sounds so bizarre (laughs) because you're like how can this person who I can't see that's kind of an idea like you said how can that happen and honestly I don't know how it (laughs) happens but I know that it's real yeah and that's been the foundation for me I think all of my experiences with God have come back to that truth is that he knows me and loves me for all the things that I hate about myself for all the things I love about myself and that's never going to change and he's going to accept me every single time because he perfectly understands yeah which is unfathomable <laughs> honestly really yeah. but i've had multiple experiences like that that have reminded me that i'm not just this high school girl who's <laughs> lost their friends and now i'm the worst person ever i am someone who's worth loving and worth cherishing and I mean, good things came from it. I met my husband and grew close to him. So that was great. But (laughs) yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I think um, I remember learning about when um, Jesus was crucified on the cross and how he'd already suffered all of this. Right. And how can you think that he could suffer, suffer anything more? And then god left him and like that always gets me every time because i think that is one of the most worldly feelings is to not have god with you and so to think that he even felt that and i don't know something something to me about how like that was the last thing almost that it was the most hurtful thing after he he bled from every pore right like he suffered an unfathomable amount of pain and to not have God with him was the worst of it. Like that's just, that's validating that like being here on earth and human and feeling alone, like that really is the worst thing and that we don't have to, and that we can let those feelings in of someone does see you, someone does know you, or maybe not even someone, maybe it's just something, maybe just the universe, but whatever it is, like just allowing yourself to not feel alone. I think that's, that's life changing. Like it just, it changes things. Right. And that's why he did it all is so that we don't have to feel alone. Something that changed my perspective was once we were talking about that same thing, how he was crucified, how God left him, but whoever it was, I don't even remember, (laughs) right? You never do. But they said, but you have to remember he lived through all of that until the end. Mm -hmm. And that has so much power. Like he literally went through the most amount of pain and he did not quit. Yeah. And so when we feel like we want to <laughs> quit, he knows and he has the power to help you get through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So would you say that your spirituality and your beliefs like 
change or alter any of your values or like just the way you live your life? And I know this is a hard question for multiple reasons, but (laughs) one being like, you don't know any different, right? You were raised in the church. So it's like, you can't say, well, when I wasn't a part of the church, this is how I did things. So I do understand that side of things. So obviously, right, you have your one perspective, um, but is there anything that comes to mind? Well, I have, I have lived my whole life in this church, which does put me in a huge bubble. (laughs) And I totally understand that. I have had many opportunities where I have lived in places where it wasn't the majority, you know, the main religion. uh, And that was really good for me. And I loved that. And I think the biggest thing for me is that it's given me the perspective to love other people. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's so many things in this life that people can disagree on. There's so many things and they're so contrary and it's so filled with emotion that people get angry and spiteful and contentious with each other. But going back to it, knowing that he loves me perfectly. Well, if he loves me perfectly, then he loves every other person the exact same way. So even though they cut me off on the road, (laughs) even though they straight out insulted me, Mm -hmm. even though they don't understand why I live the way that I do, it gives me the perspective to just love people because everybody struggles. Really, this life is just a bunch of people who struggle with so many different things, trying (laughs) to coexist with everybody else and to find happiness. And that's something we can all relate to. And always treat people with kindness you always can and it's not easy (laughs) i have the worst road rage in the world oh yeah just pull out a silly little example but i think that has been the biggest influence on me from what i believe in and from what i've learned about jesus is just all he asks us to do is love people right we don't have to understand (laughs) we don't have to understand why they do what they do or what's behind everything of their existence or what's gonna happen to them like you don't know right like no i i don't know jesus is the judge i'm not the judge (laughs) i don't know any better yeah so just love people because goodness everybody deserves (laughs) that everybody deserves that no matter what they feel no matter what they're struggling with no matter what battles they have like that's i don't know yeah that's the most yeah. important. So how would you say you do that? Like, how do you um, interact with different people, right? People that are different than you. People that have different values and different spirituality and religions than you. Like, yes, we should love first. And how do you specifically do that? I think by finding common ground with people. Like, it doesn't have to be as deep as your spiritual beliefs, you know? (laughs) Because that's something that's pretty deep and pretty personal. Um, But, like, what movies do you like? Yeah. What do you do when you get home? What are your friends like? (laughs) What was high school like for you? You know? Like, all these things that you can connect with people on. If you're at work, oh, gosh, it's so easy to connect with people who you work with because you just deal with the same things, (laughs) right? Yeah. But I think that's the biggest thing for me is just to understand who they are and the things that I can understand that make them who they are because maybe we like the same music Mm -hmm. maybe we like the same tv shows maybe we 
like the same foods or dislike something that's the same. And that kind of strips away all of the hard topics like political views or religion or anything else. And it just, there's a person standing in front of you who's unique, but they also have something that you can relate to. Oh, I like have chills. I really like that. I think that, um, yeah, that's just so perfect. And I think that is probably a concept a lot of people get hung up on is that they have related to a lot of people in their religion because of their religion, which is so awesome and great. And there are a lot of other ways to relate to people. Like, I just, I love that. I love that they're, they're, Yes, of course you can relate to people on spirituality if that's something you relate on. And if that's not something you relate on, there can be something else. You don't have to let that one hang up prevent you from having a relationship or just being kind or, you know, civil. Right. And something that I have to remember is that, okay, maybe they disagree with me. Maybe we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. But that belief to them is just as important as a belief that I have. Like, that means something to them. There's a reason why they believe that. There's things I don't understand that influence it. But that's also something you can relate on. Like, okay, I don't understand why you think this way, but I think this way, and that makes sense to me. So that makes sense to them. You know what I mean? Right. right. It's kind of as simple as, like, put yourself in their shoes. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy how we can get caught up on, like, well, this is important to me, and this is this, and this, and this, and it's like, Yes, and if, like, exactly what you're saying, if you have things that are near and dear to you and important and and drive the way that you live your life, then that would make sense that someone else also has things that are near and dear to them and drive their life. And those can be different, and that's okay. Right. I think we, well, me. I mean, just say (laughs) me. I don't want to drag anyone else into this. But I get so caught up in myself and the things I'm struggling with. It's sometimes really hard to, like, put a pause on that and be like oh wait this person is having their own experience Absolutely. and so as we as I oh my goodness as I expand my perspective and stop focusing so much on myself which is really hard (laughs) I'm not perfect I probably do that like two percent of the time (laughs) that try though right Right, exactly um but then I can be more empathetic with other people or sympathetic because I may not understand what it feels like, but I can think about it and I can internalize it and imagine what it could be like if I was in their shoes. Yeah, that's perfect. So we've kind of touched on it a little, but is, is there any other ways that you feel like your personal spirituality like intersects with, normal right i'm doing quotes like day-to-day living um because kind of like you're saying like there is more to a person than spirituality so are there any things that you feel like not necessarily are changed but are just influenced by your spirituality well i want i just want something to be clear is that religion and my spirituality doesn't change my identity yeah it it helps me achieve my potential Mm -hmm. that's how i view it for me personally. So it, it isn't your identity. No, it's not my identity. It can have influences on it, but it is not 
who I am. Like you said, I am so much more than what I believe, mm-hmm. than what I practice, right? Mm-hmm. But I know, I think all of us, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I want to be a better person. Yeah. There are things about myself that I don't like that I want to improve on. And I think that's normal. That's natural. It's easy to see the things that we struggle with. But I think as I do my best to follow Christ, to do those things that open doors to his power and to his love, that he can help me be better. And that may not be for everybody. Yeah. Really. Well, yeah, I I just want to jump in. I, I agree that I think... Well, at least I hope wanting to be better and be kind and be good um, is a universal thought and feeling. And for me, I've just had the discussion a lot that sometimes just being a part of a religion or a community um, can give you the opportunities to be kind and and gracious and and, um, charitable. So I think sometimes... Because right now I'm, I would say I'm deconstructing my faith, right? Like I'm, I'm not super sure what I believe in. And I think that's okay. Oh, it totally is okay. And I really miss the aspect of just church. Because I, I think when a group of people get together that believe roughly the same things and want to give to other people, like that's just a really, really good feeling. And... I just I miss that and I think that finding a common place in religion is a great place to improve yourself and we don't always necessarily need to get caught up in the like you were saying at the beginning the to-do list right the to-do list can just be love (laughs) is what I think and and so I that's why I really value religion and spirituality because I think it just it does have that aspect of we're all just here trying to be better. And I think most religions, you know, if you go to a church, they have some way of giving, right? You know, a lot of churches go out and do service projects. And I just think like that's a really great opportunity to improve on yourself with other people that also want to improve on themselves. So exactly. I just think that's a great part of of religion. And when you were talking on that last thought, I also wanted to just um, say that I think I connect with you so well and, and feel welcome in your home and in your presence. A few. <laughs> Be- because you don't identify as your religion. I think that's really important. I, I think that's like beautiful to like just hear that vocalized of you are Rachel. And, and I love Rachel and I want to be around Rachel and your spirituality can be something you share with me or not. And I, I just love that you haven't made it your identity. Of course, it's a part of you, but you are Rachel. And I couldn't get to know you if you were religion, if you were gospel. Like I, I couldn't get to know you that it makes it makes you inhuman. So for you to be Rachel makes you friendly and it makes you you know like I can I can relate with you even though we don't have the same exact to the T core values and geez whatever I'm getting crazy Wait, here no. but <laughs> no, I get what you're saying and I think that's where there's a lot of conflict is people think that their religion is something that everybody should have because it's who they are and what they live 
And while that's great for one person, it can be detrimental to another. And oh gosh, <laughs> I just, yeah, it's a loaded topic, yeah. but it's true. If we're just accepting, like I can share my beliefs with other people if they have questions, if it comes up, but to oh gosh barge open a door that's not opening for me but i decide it's gonna open that's not gonna create any goodwill with other people that was beautifully said (laughs) thank you that was perfect okay well i just want to like mic drop you know have a (laughs) moment to really relish in that that was great so i just have some more like surface level questions yes go of, for it um you know are there any traditions in your religion that are really meaningful to you and or like we were kind of talking about like community in the church like are there any specific things that you do that you just love or maybe you don't love or want to share about well i'm gonna answer the second question first Kay. and then i go Perfect. to the other one okay <laughs> but over the years i've Oh, it sounds like I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> I I have enjoyed participating in religious activities. Some of them, I think recently at UVU, there was like this music festival where tons Ooh, I of... I think I heard mm-hmm. about that, yeah. Yeah, where there was a choir from my church that sang, and then there was like bands from other Christian faiths that came and performed. And I wasn't able to go, oh. and I was so upset. <laughs> but I wanted to say it because I think it's so cool because I love music, and I think it brings people together. Absolutely. But it's just like what you said. It's just a bunch of people who believe basically the same thing. Yeah. That they can when just be together. Them. Right, <laughs> exactly. But also, I served a mission, so I was in Washington for 18 months, and it was it was hard, but I loved it. <laughs> and I think the thing I loved the most was all of the things that I were a part of. For example, we would go to food banks and make just a bunch of meal kits for people, and we would do that for hours upon end. Yeah. Or we would go and we would just serve people. Like, the Catholic Church, at, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it has an organization where people can call and be like, I need help clearing out my lawn. I need help with moving. I need help with this. And so we were partnered with them and we would get a call if they needed help. And so I got to go and meet really cool people and I got to just love them. And I love that. I also, there's this charity that's called Days for Girls. Basically, what you do is that you make um, pads out of cloth for girls in third world countries. Okay. And that was really cool. I mean, I think when anyone participates in any type of charity where something gets sent out somewhere else, you're like, this person a million miles away is using what I made. Yeah. Um, But recently, um, my neighborhood, my congregation... It was actually my parents, but I'm going (laughs) to say it was mine. Yes. Um, What they did is that if they had any clothing that they didn't want or need anymore, that they could bring it all to one place. And then anybody, it didn't have to be anyone from our congregation, but anybody could come and just pick what they needed. There were baby clothes. There were girls and boys clothes, men and women, shoes, hats, coats, everything. And... I don't know, I feel very fortunate in life to be where I am and to have all the things that I have. And so it feels good, like you said, to just be able to give what you have to people who may not have it. Yeah. Um, but then we also have temple houses. Those are also so fun. Yeah. They're so beautiful. There's a special 
feeling there. And I was able to go to many of those and participate in that as a missionary. But some fun things that yeah. I've done yeah. that have awesome. lightened me. Yes, of course. Oh, can you repeat Tra- the second, the first question? Traditions. The traditions. Oh, yes. Okay. So this is a kind of interesting concept. <laughs> but first I want to say that just how I believe that I can pray to God, I believe that he can talk to me whether that's through other people, whether that's through my emotions and feelings, whether it's a voice in my head. That's something that I believe and I hold dear. And just another way that I've learned that God can communicate directly with us is through something called a priesthood blessing. So it's basically someone who um, holds the power of God. He lays his hands on your head and he gives you a blessing that's straight from him which sounds really (laughs) random and weird, but it's become something that's really dear to my heart because I really struggle seeing how God is a part of my life and feeling like he's talking to me. And so to have that just physical, like someone is speaking words and I can feel that they're not this person's word. It's not their style of speaking. It's coming from somewhere else is really 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 powerful for me and I've learned that every time that I want a blessing like that or I feel like I need it that's God's way of telling me I want to talk to you so you can hear me so that I can tell you things and so I can show that I love you and those have been really special moments I remember it used to be really weird when I was a kid (laughs) I didn't have them very often um but it's become very special and I wouldn't say something that I rely on but something that is very very helpful for me as I navigate my faith and my journey uh, through this life and through what happens absolutely that's awesome that's great I wish everyone could just see Rachel's (laughs) face just lighting up when she talks about it I mean I feel like I say this every time I do an interview but like this is just the reason I have a podcast like to just feel that that passion like oh it just makes me emotional because I just think we all have so much greatness inside of us and it's so awesome to be able to share that with others and let people in on the things that make us feel good and happy right and I think (laughs) that's the cool thing about spirituality is that it may look completely different for someone else but someone else can feel that same light and happiness from God or through God or however you want to look at it you know (laughs) yeah but it's available to everybody yeah it's just sometimes really hard to find yeah Yeah. me and Grace were talking about it of just (laughs) I'm pink and sparkly and yeah I just I'm like rainbows and glitter and sunshine right and and so the way I described it to her was I just feel like there is a glitter everywhere and sometimes it shines a little brighter and sometimes it doesn't there just is something if you want to call it God if you want to call it the stars or the universe or Allah or whatever like there is something bigger than us there just is and when I was prepping for this episode I looked up just like the basic definitions of like religion and spirituality and the the definition that in my words of spirituality is just believing something beyond self and I would consider myself someone very spiritual because I just there there's so much more than just us and just 
our little puny brains and this little rock that we're floating on like there has to be something more and I love everything that you're saying and I love that you said it's available to all and you can put whatever label and wrap it in whatever package you want to that makes sense to you and it is available to everyone to just feel something more and feel just I feel like it gives me a, a connection to like you're saying like a connection to everyone like we're all here like right? we're all related somehow like we're all doing the same thing and even if it just means and I've talked to Grace about this too of just like I think why not believe that because the worst that can happen is we die and then nothing happens like that's the worst that could happen right and exactly. so I just love being able to give ourselves this hope and give ourselves this you know something to believe in and something to work towards and uh, just that little nudge to be kinder and and more helpful and more charitable and right i think what you're saying perfectly describes just having purpose yeah. right yeah like i think if i didn't have this in my life and i would just feel like what is the point yeah. what is the <laughs> point in earning money so i can pay for rent and food and gas and all these things that i need like what what really is the point like I I don't know and I think it's really beautiful that there is something bigger than us to help us become better right yeah that just makes sense in my head and for me everything that I've found in my church has been exactly what I've needed and I know it can be the same for everyone else yeah you can start anywhere really you can start where you are yes yeah I absolutely believe that I think there's so many great practices and there's so many things you can do. And I think that spirituality, just like you're saying, it, it brings a really great purpose to life. I love it. Okay. Oh, me too. <laughs> so good. So I just, I just want to end with, is there anything like you want to clarify or address about your specific religion? Maybe any misconceptions or even stereotypes? I know this can be touchy, so it's like not something we have to get into, but just want to give you the platform to say what you would like to say. No, well, this is one of the reasons why I agreed to be on this podcast. (laughs) Not that I would have said no, (laughs) but why I was excited to, because being in Utah as a member of my church, there's definitely a stigma that comes with that, 100% there is a stereotype that a lot of people in my church are very very judgmental towards people not of my church whether if they're a part of the lgbtq plus community whether they're just of a different faith or whether (laughs) they don't believe in god that that's something that is seen as hard for people in my church and i totally see that and i want to validate anybody who has ever felt judged or felt pushed away by anyone who is a member of my church i i felt that from members of my church like i sometimes it's very hard for me to go uh because people just don't understand sometimes and i mean we're all human right? right exactly but i just i just hope that people know that there are members of my church who really do care about people who really understand that oh goodness figuring out who you are and your identity is something so difficult to figure out and nobody should have to tell you what that is or force you into a mold 
I think everybody should have the liberty to figure that out for themselves and not be judged for the choices they make because of that. Because you're not them. They're <laughs> not you. You can always be love boring people. boring if they were. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I just hope people know that there are so many members who really do love everyone yeah. as much as they can and really are accepting and just want to get to know everyone like if yeah gosh this if i hear that you're bi or that you're gay <laughs> or that you're trans i'm like oh really that's what that's kind cool. of movies do you like i know like, like i just not <laughs> i'm like that's not the point like okay yeah. that's how you see yourself that's wonderful how are you yeah. how's your day going <laughs> yeah. where do you work you know yeah yeah i, j I just want to jump in like great if that's not something you can relate to or you have anything positive to say about you can you can just talk about something else and that's totally fine and you can still treat everyone the same and just yeah yeah because I could just see it click in your head of like that's not something I relate to so let's find something I can right exactly instead um, of oh I can't relate to that let's change it let's fix it let's make it different <laughs> I hope that everyone listening can just go oh I think we're all just human just doing our thing we oh gosh can you imagine the pressure of being perfect right now <laughs> i would literally no, implode there. like i'm there <laughs> i i did it already like <laughs> checked that box see off. but the reason you can joke about it is because that's so impractical it, is, it really is it's just it's so so far out there i just love this i just someone said this once it's like we are practicing heaven yeah that's really what we're doing. We're trying to be good people, trying to learn how to do that. And that's so hard. <laughs> but it yeah. can be so good as we just as we just try. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I've said that ten billion I times. I know, I was gonna say the <sighs> title will be Trying with Rachel. <laughs> but I mean really, I, I think that's great. It's a great concept and Hey, if that's how I'm known, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, well, I think this is great. My cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> I know so me too. Much. Um, but yeah, I I love that. I hope everyone can just take what they want and leave what they don't. And thank you for sharing your the, your your values that are obviously very important to you. So thank you for being vulnerable and and showing us that and just letting us into what is Rachel. So do you have any last thoughts? I don't think so. I'm just glad that I had this opportunity. Hopefully someone can relate to me and yeah. take something from <laughs> the jumbo that I said. Yeah. But it's been awesome being able to do this and talk with you. Perfect. Okay. Love, Love ya. ya. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and come back next Thursday for a new episode. And remember, you matter and what you have to say matters. So join me here with For the Talkers.